we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 11, 2015. Continuing, uh, next report, United States government has become the world's most dangerous terrorist organization, warns former Reagan official. United States government has become the world's most dangerous terrorist organization, um, uh, warns uh, the uh, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, a former top member of the Reagan administration, has issued a dire warning about the current state of American government. He said it's evil and will become even more evil in the years ahead as the world itself becomes more dangerous. Um, he said that Washington, D.C. is a major den of iniquity. The United States military policy has destroyed seven countries. He says the populations there are subject to ongoing continual violence either from the U.S. or the jihadists or from the Islamic State. I remember, these are the ones we went in, we toppled, and in like dominoes, they want to get all these these non-radical, I mean, the, the ones that aren't hardcore enough for their liking, they want to get them all absolutely 100% radicalized, like ISIS, so that when they make that big push on Israel, you know, they're going to have, you know, the numbers they feel that they need in order to make that happen. That's one of the reasons. And uh, also to bring their order out of the chaos that they're going to bring. So going further, um, in Libya there are various factions, no government, just warlords fighting, and nobody's safe anywhere. So the populations are getting out. You can't live in that type of situation. Yeah, well, they're not, they're not going to Europe in there. Those are just the terrorists. They don't have the money, you know, to do what they need to do, most of them. So I mean, some are, but, but a lot of them do not have the money. Um, or the means to get out of there. Next report. President of Argentina accuses Obama of treason against the United States. Speaking at the United Nations, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, the president of Argentina, dropped a bombshell that, if true, would make President Barack Obama, well, he's already guilty of, 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 of high treason, I mean, a thousand times over. Okay, this is just one of the things he's done. But... He's been accused of high treason by her and his mankind as a whole. According to the president of Argentina, in 2010, Gary Samor, the White House coordinator for arms control and weapons of mass destruction, which is a nice office to hold, approached her requesting her government send enriched uranium to Iran. What is our government doing approaching other countries saying, hey, we really need you to send enriched uranium to Iran? Our sworn enemy that hates us, that wants to see us annihilated off the planet, that refers to us as the great state. Yeah, but we really want to help them out. So we'll give them $150 billion in order to, you know, or $500 billion or whatever it was Obama just gave to them in that nuke deal. That will essentially assure our destruction if allowed to go to its logical conclusion and Israel's destruction. If it were allowed, but God won't allow that. Not with Israel, for sure. Not to say Israel isn't going to suffer, but they're not going to be wiped off the planet, biblically speaking. Samor admits this. He admits it. The, the, the guy from the, the uh, um, White House coordinator for arms control and weapons of mass destruction, he admits it. And says he also approached Russia and France, asking them the same of them. It's just like they're right on the open now, pretty much. All of these three countries refused this request. The request fell short when, when Kirchner asked for the deal in writing, and Samor was never heard from again. Samor did release a statement admitting that he had made the request in 2010, and Argentina balked at the deal. I can't imagine why. He also admitted that he had approached France and Russia with a similar proposal. 
That deal fell through as well. The deal was supposedly to allow Iran to send their low-enriched uranium to Russia to enrich it further, then to send it to France to finish converting it into nuclear reactor fuel, and then send it back to Iran for its own use. Because they, they need every break and every... Iran needs every advantage it can get, you know, in order to kill all the infidels. So, uh, but those deals fell through. These deals lead led to a new UN resolution with Iran that eventually led to the bargaining table for the horrible deal Obama has worked out with them. Which, again, totally high treason, what he's done. Obama's White House administration has not yet responded to these potentially treasonous allegations as of yet. And they probably won't because they're just absolutely rogue and, and, and uh, answer to nobody at this point. They'll answer, you know, in, in, in the lake of fire, though, they're not going to have this level of control that they have now. They're, they're not going to have any control, actually, in the lake of fire. I just like to remind these devils of this, you know, anyway. Um... Obama's White House administration has not responded to these potentially treasonous allegations. There is only one real reason for Iran to have enriched uranium, and it has nothing to do with generating electricity. Obama's nuke deal with Iran is itself totally treasonous, but deliberately arming the world's leading sponsor of terrorism, a regime that screams death to America on a daily basis with nuclear weapons and roughly $150 billion in cash so that they can purchase intercontinental ballistic missiles capable of hitting targets within the united states so again we we're funding our own destruction here which the obama treaty allows these intercontinental ballistic missiles now they can have nukes on board is the most evil thing any american president has ever done to us that's saying a lot regarding obama pretty hard to argue though this is the sort of thing that should make the American people all across the nation stand up and demand Obama's immediate resignation. I couldn't agree more. As well as criminal proceedings to commence. That devil should be hung from the highest gallows for all to see. I mean, this guy has... You, you couldn't do anymore to try to destroy America, to try to bring death to America and so many other countries and the Christians in, in, in the Middle East, which they're just ignoring totally, all of the ones being beheaded. They're funding ISIS so that they can kill the Christians or any semblance of, of Christianity over there. I mean, he, he is without a doubt the most wicked, evil president we have ever had by far. Nobody could even hold a candle to Obama at this point. Um... Obama has proven over and over that he is the arch enemy of the United States and free people all around the world. Everything he has done for the past seven years has been designated and designed to destroy America um, and her allies and strengthen her enemies. We can't wait for July 2007 or January 2017 and Obama's exit from office. He could do too much damage between now and then. He has to go now, and criminal investigations must begin immediately. The survival of the free world demands it. It's pretty hard to argue with that. You know? Pretty hard. But when you have the mass-controlled media only putting out one false narrative after another, and the sheeple people of America, for the most part, the you know 501c3 corporate Christians doing nothing, no, no mass prayer or fasting or anything like that going up regarding all of these issues well then you know evil and wickedness just takes over evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived 
you know so the evil walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted psalm 12 verse 8 so see as we we exalt the most vilest men like obama in in with his nobel peace prize and, and all of these other wicked devils that are enabling these things to happen and you and, and you exalt hollywood and all of these things well then the wicked are just going to continually and increasingly walk on every side Next report, um, reports threat level high in Oklahoma and Texas as quiet invasion takes place within 41 new sanctuary cities in America in the last four months. Reports are coming in from several different sources to suggest that a quiet invasion is now ongoing in America as shared. And, and again, what I said before about what they're admitting to bringing in, well, this would be the off-the-books Islamic invasion, which who knows how many are coming in in the off-the-books Islamic invasion. Obama-inspired invasion. They're, they're suggesting a quiet invasion is now ongoing in America, shared in a popular Facebook post warning, um, which is seen below, of six buses witnessed driving through the Oklahoma area completely filled with Middle Eastern men of fighting age and being escorted by several different official vehicles. What kind of military slime bags would actually go along with this? I don't care what your orders are. If it's, if it's between what's doing right in God's eyes and doing what our traitor in devil chief Obama says to do, you do what's right in God's eyes. But then again, you know, you know a, a lot of these are on that team, overtly, and want the destruction of them. I'm not saying everybody. In, in the military or in law enforcement but i'm just saying a lot of them near the top are i mean obama's installed them at this point we also see the recent first video below in which we learn 41 new sanctuary cities that have popped up across america in the last four months alone while at this time a and p is unable to confirm the authenticity of this facebook post uh, seen in the screenshots near the bottom of the story and we're, we're going to read it we felt it best to put this notice out there and ask our readers or in Texas, Oklahoma area, if they're aware of such events happening now. Now, the thing is, is, I wouldn't even go over that if there wasn't megatons of evidence that this is actually going on through the Obama administration um, with these sanctuary cities, with all of the uh, importation of these Muslim terrorists into our, our countries uh, flagrantly, but then there's also a covert uh, aspect to this where they're going to try to sneak in a whole other sect of these hardcore terrorists into the country in a trojan horse type of of manner so um let's go further here we're also republishing this as a community service announcement that has already been picked up by other alternative news and militia websites including from retired u.s army captain terry m Hestelo, who tells us that the threat level is high in Texas and Oklahoma. We also learn about 41 new sanctuary cities in America in the last four months alone. In the first video, um, while in the second video, we hear from Ann Corcoran from Secure Freedom, who tells us about the refugee resettlement program now going on across America. Corcoran confirms what many of us have already been figuring out. We are witnessing an invasion that could easily be set to topple America, and it's all being orchestrated by the United Nations via the Obama administration and those who would benefit most greatly um, internationally to destabilize America. Even some might think it's because remember they've got to they've got to create a they've got to um, 
turn America into a third world nation in order to control it properly. That's the goal here. Um, even some might think it's impossible for, for such a strong, mighty nation like America to be invaded, but the latest report from retired Green Beret Jeremiah Johnson goes beyond merely ISIS and a quiet invasion of America as he warns is China preparing for a land invasion of the west coast of the United States. We've got over that many, many times. The Russian presence, these types of things. Uh, the signs are all here. They're getting ready for something huge, but are you? And so I'm just going to read you this Facebook post from Zeta Andrews, and it says, This message is from a good friend of mine, and um, ladies, we have some garbage going down the muslims are here and coming someone messaged me this message as she had they had seen it from another group i think it's about to hit the fan folks just got off the phone with my mechanic he called to let me know that he was at the loves which loves is a uh, like a truck stop gas station um on on the interstates on i-35 and highway 9 near norman oklahoma he was listening to his scanner and picked up some ohp chatter oh I'm assuming Oklahoma Highway Patrol. Then saw patrol cars at Love's. They were escorting, the patrol cars were escorting six buses run by the village charter services. He stopped to talk to the patrolmen and ask what was going on. As they talked, he observed Middle Eastern men, all of fighting age, no women or children. Kind of funny, that's the same thing that's happening to Europe now. They're all coming into, you know, Germany and Hungary and those areas we've reported on. All Eastern men, Middle Eastern men, all fighting age, no women and children, getting off the bus, entering the loves with prayer rugs and Korans. This is in Oklahoma. Six buses. And we're giving them an escort? Police escort. The patrolman told him they were escorting six buses of these men to a compound in Rush Springs. Each bus carries 80 men. And the entire Oklahoma fleet consists of 230 buses, all booked for operation. I started calling my resources, and here's what I'm finding out. Oklahoma, okay, I called the station in question, as I know it well, driving to and from Houston. A lady answered, and I told her who I was and how often I came there, and I explained that I heard something about her station. I never said what it was, but I know I have spoken to this lady before about prepping I described myself and asked her if she remembers me, and she said, yes, uh, you have the GSD dog. Um, I'm not sure what that means, but anyway, she says, hold on a moment. Then she came back on and whispers to me and says, I get off at 3 p.m. They are coming three to six buses at a time, filled to the max. They come four, seven, and eight get off and go behind the building and then come in and grab drinks paid with freshly printed money. Oh, you mean like the thousand euros that they've all conveniently got all these terrorists that are pouring over the borders into Germany and Hungary and those areas and they have that freshly printed euros as well? Yeah. Well, hey, when you own the printing press, the Federal Reserve, which is a privately owned, well, just, just print money and give it to them. It's not going to cost you anything. And use the restroom and then leave. Then she said, hold on again, came back in just a second. And with a different tone, in a really fast voice, she said, I can't ver verify that the buses are filled with foreigners are stopping here. It hasn't been on my ship. And then she hung up on me with question marks. 
Ah, sounds like somebody overheard her and they told her to shut her mouth. So then she gave her that response. So I called another person who works Border Patrol. Yep, the buses are coming through Mexico into Texas, which is what you would expect. And we are told to wave them through. The Border Patrol is told to wave them through. 30 to 60 buses a day. Best bet we can figure. So, and this is just one Border Patrol crossing into America. Just one. There's tons said one of his friends and now friends of the friend followed have been following them and they stop at small towns at social security and immigration offices just this side of the border so that they can issue them their social security card make them a legalized citizen so they won't have any problems in the u.s and make sure they get all their immigration affairs in order and then they can take them into their sanctuary cities into their designated receiving zones and then they are told don't assimilate Wait for the call for jihad, and then you could kill as many infidels and rape as many Christian women and, and the infidels and their children as you want. That's what you have to look forward to. This is how evil, wicked, sick, and sadistic our government is at the highest levels. You couldn't get any more treasonous than this. Obama giving them the the, the basically doing everything he could do to give. Iran $150 billion so that they could build the nukes, so that they can enrich the uranium, so that they can ultimately fire it back at the U.S., as we said earlier. You couldn't get any more evil, satanic, or treasonous against your own country. Um, <clears throat> they get off, wait for three or four hours at the Social Security and Immigration offices. These are people that have trailed these buses inward, okay? Um... And they, they, so they're there for three or four hours and then they get back on and then they go off again to inside of the United States. One friend asked them who they were and why they were here. The man told him, we come to America incidentally, the bus company, the man told him, we come to America, we come to America, okay. Incidentally, the bus company located in Tulsa, Salina, and Wichita in Oklahoma City won't comment. But the one told me, they had fleets of 70 buses at each location. I asked, could one rent one or two? And he said, not for the month of October. We are all booked up. Uh, up. Two people, now military, high-ranking, have no clue and haven't heard about it. In other words, ones they've consulted. This is kind of choppy, the way they were, this is written. Um, <clears throat> called one, one of these high-ranking people on the West Coast, and he said, did you go bike riding this weekend? Our code for high security alert. Or I can't talk about it. Or or at all, maybe. But I will see if he calls back later. He is uh, he is also known to call back. If, if so, I will let you know. Rush Springs, Oklahoma is one location they were spotted at and are holding up during the night. The Bible says out of mouth are two or three witnesses a thing is established. And this is just one of the many. I have reported on over the years. So I'm going to go ahead and err on the side of safety and just put it up there. And, and knowing that this would, you know, it's not like Obama's not, you know, capable of this. Let's listen to this report. Well, just so you guys can see what's happening. Since July, the number of sanctuary cities across the United States has exploded. 
Now, of course, they want to keep calling upon all the countries to take in these, these migrants and these immigrants from all across the globe. You've seen the problem that other countries have faced already. I've put out video after video in regards to this and who these individuals really are. Most of them men, not women and children. Finland exposed this through and through, but yet there's droves of these individuals being sent all over the place. And as you can see from this map, these are the sanctuaries in which individuals are being taken to that are brought into this country. You're going to see some areas have absolutely none. If you look at Missouri, Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma, I mean, Texas only has one. Louisiana has a... Okay, but again, this is an accounting for the covert operations. This is just what they're openly admitting to, the 41 new sanctuary cities popping up across America, and just 40. Just 40 ones added to the ones that are already there. Okay, so, the, again, this isn't about... This has nothing to do with the covert stuff we were just talking about. A couple. Florida has the most when it comes to down here in this region, but you would think with these places that you would see the most of these sanctuaries popping up near the border, right? Or something of that nature. No, they're bringing them deep into the heart of this country and dropping them off at these locations all across the country. All across the country. So I just wanted to... I believe that way if they launched an invasion, they would already be implanted in the heart of the country. They could work their way from literally inside out. And, and not only that, the coast in, but the inside out is the way it looks like they're prepositioning them. Like a big pincher movement, you know. Make people well aware of where this sits because in July there were 276 sanctuary cities and counties. Now there are 340. 340 sanctuary cities. Going right along for these devils. With this UN theme of the Strong Cities Network. Yeah, people better pay attention to what's happening. Right? Okay, so that, and again, I'm not endorsing Dabu 7, but. What he said there is valid. Okay, so I'm going to add this other audio clip in regarding the Strong Cities Network that uh, Dabu7 just had mentioned. And um, this is a, a report. Strong Cities Network, euphemism for New World Order Global Police Force. So they'll, they'll, they'll be hypervigilant going after the Christians and the patriots and, and, and those that are uh, constitutionalists or or pro-morality, pro-life, anything like that. But they'll make sure they do everything on the planet to bring in the terrorist factions of the worst of the worst of the worst into this country. Okay, so um, this is supposedly a global network of local authorities united to build resilience, resilience to prevent violent extremism. The only violent extremism would be against the, the law-abiding citizens that I just had mentioned. Not Muslim violent extremism is, is encouraged and um, wonderful in their eyes. Uh, Attorney General Loretta Lynch bypassed the American people to bring a vile congregation before the Islamic High Council, a.k.a. the United Nations, entitled the Strong Cities Network. So we're going to hear a little bit about this um, now. 
is basking in New World Order arrogance, bypassed the American so this is Loretta Lynch. people, bringing together a vile congregation to the Islamic High Council, the United Nations. Speakers included the diligent socialist mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, who expressed the ominous, extremism doesn't discriminate. It comes in many forms. It comes in many different backgrounds and ideologies. Our mission should be to address extremism in all of its forms. So they're, they're expressing fears that Muslims are going to be targeted by us terrible extremists in America that would dare ever, ever go against Islam in any way, shape, or form or defend themselves or their families is what they're basically saying. And Jordan's High Commissioner for Human Rights, Prince Zaid Rod Al-Hussein, a human rights council that just made the xenophobic and brutal nation of Saudi Arabia a member. Writing for Breitbart, Pamela Geller explained, The United Nations is a Sharia-compliant world body, and Obama, speaking there just days ago, insisted that violent extremism is not exclusive to Islam, which it is. Obama is redefining jihad terror to include everyone but the jihadists. This is exactly right. Now, again, the United Nations is a Sharia-compliant world body. This is what you have to understand about today's teachings and the subsequent ones I've done. The United Nations, they have chosen Islam, the most radical factions of Islam, the ones that are being the most true to the Quran and the other unholy writings, as the vehicle by which they will implement the new world order. So will the UN, driven largely by Sharia-enforcing Organization of Islamic Cooperation, the OIC, and the pro-Islamic post-American President Obama, use a global police force to crush counter-jihad forces? This global... So it's going to be the, the Islamists, the, the jihadists, the Muslims, and the global United Nations police force against the law-abiding um, American citizen who, you know most likely he's been here for uh, you know generations that's the enemy we are the enemy essentially police force was dreamed up by professors in the halls of oxford and spearheaded by the new world order think tank the institute of strategic dialogue now launched as of september 29th 2015 by our traitorous government it is described on the strong cities network website as a global network of local authorities united in building resilience to prevent violent extremism an international steering committee of cities and local authorities selected from different regions across the globe of course muslim americans are complaining they will be targeted american thinker writes the Strong Cities program has been criticized by the New York Civil Liberties Union and by American Muslim activists, fearful that it will target Muslims. Similar criticisms have been leveled against the Department of Justice Countering Violent Extremism program, notably by the Islamists posing as civil rights group, Council on American Islamic Relations. New York groups like the NYCLU, Association of Muslim American Lawyers, and the Justice League of NYC expressed concern that New York would eventually become active with the Justice Department's Countering Violent Extremism, or CVE, programs, which they say overwhelmingly target Muslim communities. But most Americans know what Shinola looks and smells like, and are well aware of who the real target is. Oath Keepers asks, What assurances are there that it will be gained in accordance with individual protections mandated in the Bill of Rights? Just what 
best practices are acceptable? And will the representatives of our people, that would be the Congress, have unfettered oversight of the process? What further protections will there be against foreign law influencing decisions required to comport with the supreme law of the land? something more than one progressive Supreme Court justice has expressed an interest in considering flexible. President Obama is desperately attempting to decrease the overwhelming amount of gun owners to create a level playing field in which the New World Order can thrive. But it will and, and that the Muslim uh, jihadi invasion force can take over. If they can disarm us, then that would absolutely give Islam the green light to, to go ahead. And, and this is why, you know... The, the the turning in of guns is the absolute 100% line in the sand. If they were somehow to able to pull that off, guaranteed within a very short period of time, they would implement, uh, they would give the green light to the uh, Muslims and, you know, so that they can kill, rape, steal, and pillage to, to their heart's content. It was his own policies and arrogance that led to record numbers of Americans stockpiling guns and ammunition. <laughs> Obama's latest berserk executive order authority would impose new background check requirements for buyers who purchase weapons from high-volume gun dealers. Under the proposed rule change, dealers who exceed a certain number of sales each year would be required to obtain a license from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives and perform background checks on potential buyers. At this point, I'm sure the average American citizen contends that this all sounds completely unreasonable. Considering the irony of President Obama's increasingly transparent administration that has blatantly waged war on constitutionally protected whistleblowers, clandestinely grown ISIS, ISIL, or whatever the hell you want to call it, and quietly aided a flood into the United States of anti-American Islamic extremist terror cells. Good luck, America. We're all counting on you. John Bound for Infowars.com. Okay, so we have that. Um, I wanted to present that as well. Now, let's go ahead and let's play another video clip here. Um, all adding to what we're talking about. Now, this one I have played before. It was uh, probably a good six months ago. Ann Corcoran on refugee resettlement. I've had a lot of listeners email me this, and I'm like, okay, I played this before, but there may be a lot of new listeners that haven't heard this. It's a very good primer on what is going on here with this Islamic refugee resettlement program in the United States. This is from the Center for Security Policy, securefreedom.org. It's been over seven years since a church group from another state brought a couple hundred refugees to the rural county where I live. I wanted to know, how could they do this? What was the governmental process that allowed the resettlement of refugees to a county ill-prepared to assimilate them? So, so that, that was going on seven years ago. See, it had to start somewhere. You know, but what they were they were doing at that point is probably beta testing. And now that they've actually been able to pull this off and refine the process, now they're bringing them in in absolute droves, and they're bringing them in covertly as well, to to uh, to the numbers of who knows what. Employment opportunities were scarce. The health department was not familiar with illnesses and mental health problems of people who came from parts of the third world. The school system was not prepared to teach large numbers of students who didn't speak English, and subsidized housing was scarce. I wanted to know who gave permission for what amounted to a dropping off of needy people in our county seat. So I began my research and posted everything I learned to a blog, Refugee Resettlement Watch, so that others might know what I learned about a federal program that is 35 years old this year. 
In summary, I discovered that the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees was choosing most of our refugees. It's under the influence of a powerful Muslim supremacist group called the Organization of Islamic Cooperation. Not surprisingly, a large number of U.S.-bound refugees are coming from countries with large numbers of people who hate us, including Somalia, Afghanistan, Iraq, and soon from Syria, just to name a few. The U.S. State Department then distributes the refugees to nine major federal contractors, six of which are so-called religious charities. Yeah, most of them are, are, are the, the church, some type of church organizations, Episcopal Migration Ministries, and Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, International Rescue Committee, Ethiopian Community Development, World Church World Service. I mean, uh, under the guise of the 501c3 corporate whore churches, they're coming in under the guise of, oh, we're doing unto others as we'd have done unto ourselves. We're, we're reaching out. But this is not what this is about. This is about funding. This is about slitting our own throats. This is about letting these churches be used to bring in this terroristic uh, population that wants to absolutely dominate, kill, and subjugate us and giving Christian, some type of Christian veneer to it, which is absolutely, totally disgusting. But all are largely funded from the U.S. Treasury. They're not planned... Lutheran Immigration Refugee Services, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, World Relief Corporation... ...they played on Sundays for the $1 billion price tag for the Devils. settlement. And that figure does not include the extensive welfare benefits refugees receive. Absolutely, just like the illegal aliens coming in from Mexico and Central America. Refugees are then sent to over 190 cities and towns in the U.S. where the nine major contractors support 350 subcontractors. The refugees receive help from the subcontractor for up to six months, and the subcontractor then submits paperwork to admit the relatives of the first group. As the years of pay So then the relatives get in, too. They get the foothold in here, then the relatives get in, just like the illegal aliens from Mexico and Central America. It's the same deal. Or, you know, having anchor babies, I'm sure that applies as well. I've become increasingly alarmed by the percentage of problematic Muslim refugees admitted and distributed around the U.S. through this program. By the way, the refugee resettlement program is not the only one used for legally admitting Muslims, but it is one of the most important. Many are forming cities within cities. Perhaps you know one where you live where mosques are being built to consolidate, train, and promote a growing American Muslim population and its Islamic supremacist doctrine called Sharia. This process of Muslim colonization is called the Hijra. Mohammed told his followers to migrate and spread Islam in order to dominate all the lands of the world. He said they were obliged to do so, and that's exactly what they were doing now with the help and support of the UN, the US State Department, and the Christian and Jewish groups assigned to seed them throughout the country. And again, you cannot tell me that 100% of the Muslim population wouldn't be in favor of this on some level. Come on. It's their religion. They got the demons when they signed up for that religion. Those demons dwell in them, in them, in their flesh, okay? So regardless if you say 51% would like Sharia, I, I don't buy that. I don't. I believe on, on if they were being honest, if they were being true, that, that they would be in favor of this 100%, almost at a 100% level. Country, your tax dollars pay for it all. I've written this little book, Refugee Resettlement and the Hijra to America, so that you will know what is happening to us and what we can do about it. 
We only need to look to a troubled Europe to see the path ahead for America if we can't stop this migration and stop it soon. There's no reason on earth that we should have brought over 100,000 Somalis and another 100,000 Iraqi Muslims to America. I mean, we're talking like the Somalis, one of the major ones that kill and annihilate the indigenous, indigenous Christian populations there. I mean, just savages. And yet we, we bring them over 100,000 at, at a pop or whatever. Soon we will be resettling Syrian Muslims in large numbers. The UN at the moment has over 10,000 in a pipeline destined for our towns. The FBI told Congress recently that they cannot be properly screened. If you don't help counter the Hijra, we are, in my opinion, doomed. Over time, this migration will be more devastating to your children and grandchildren and to our country than any terrorist attack could ever be. Learn more at Refugee Resettlement Watch and securefreedom.org. So, and then there, the first comment below this says, if you want to see what will happen in our countries when the Muslims' numbers increase, listen to the video by Brigitte Gabriel doing an interview at Duke University. Search Brigitte Gabriel Duke University. She's very, very adept at this. And she, she came out of this. She, she knows what she speaks. She explains how Lebanon was a free democratic country not too long ago and how they let anyone come to live there, including Muslims. It wasn't too long before roadblocks and check, checkpoints were set up, which is the goal here. Okay, If you weren't Muslim, often you were shot to death right then and there on the road. Plus, you will not believe some of the other evil stuff that it, the Islamists did. It is an amazing video. So, again, there's like <laughs> over 1,100 comments in this one video. Um, so we have that that we're, we're dealing with here. Now, let's continue to go further. Kansas, U, USA. Wichita, Wichita State University turns Christian chapel into mosque for Muslim students. Right in America's heartland in the state of Kansas, a minority group of Muslim students, a minority group, of course, uh, have succeeded in taking over what used to be the Christian chapel of their university to the, the, the dismay of the school's majority Christian population. See, there's more though than just, than just taking over this chapel. You have to understand, there's a spiritual thing here. They're purging it of anything Christian related. And I'm not saying I agree with all the, whatever they may have in there, what they would term Christian. I, I don't know all the things that they had in there. I mean, I don't agree with when you have, go in there and see a uh, statue of Mary or all this other idolatry. But they go in there and they turn it into basically a little mini mosque, you know. And on, from a spiritual level, you're allowing those devils and demons to dominate that locale. And it will affect the students at the college on a spiritual level, even though they don't know it's even happening to them. That's something that they don't bring up in this report. But, but again... When, these, when they're mass migrating these devils into this country, they're bringing all their demons with them, all their devils that are bent on killing and defiling the land and serving Satan. So from a spiritual standpoint, you're bringing that spiritual plague and infestation in with the physical bodies as well, which is something that really isn't talked about enough. Uh, ironically, the Muslims gained control of the Christian prayer area with the help of the administrators of Wichita State, who last May decided to make the university's chapel faith neutral. They've neutered. They, why don't they call it faith neutered? I think that would be better. Don't don't you? Isn't that more accurate? They've they've neutered all the faiths. No, they haven't neutered the Muslim faith. 
This was to accommodate the small percentage of Muslim students, according to Fox News report. University officials ordered workers to remove all the pews and the altar inside the Harvey D. Grace Memorial Chapel. Muslim prayer rugs and some portable chairs were then brought inside. So they turned it into a mosque. They sanitized it of everything that would be perceived as Christians, and they brought in prayer rugs and chairs. In a statement, WSU President John Barta, who sold a soul to Satan a long time ago, in my estimation, said the changes were in compliance with the wishes of the chapel's benefactor, Mrs. Harvey D. Grace, who in her last will wrote that this chapel will be open to all creeds and to all races of people. Guided by this, Bardo said they decided to convert the chapel into a facility welcoming all religious group groups on campus. If it's got Islamic prayer rugs and you've removed everything that could be perceived as Christian, how is that welcoming? I wouldn't want to be in the same room praying with them anyway. We're not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Uh, but the changes ultimately resulted in a Christian cleansing, according to Fox. I mean, even Fox News is saying this. Anything remotely related to the decor of a Christian church was given the heave-ho. The students' alumni and university donors protested the removal of pews and altars. Why did they have to take out all the pews? Alum Jean Ann Cusick wrote on Facebook. But the Muslims now in control of the facility are dismissing the Christians' outrage, calling it Islamophobia. Oh, isn't that convenient, you devils? Or prejudice against the Muslims. See, that's what they'll cry up until the point when they go hot on their jihad and slit your throat and rape your wives and your daughters. I'm not talking to my listeners, I'm talking to people in general. Oh, you're Islamophobia, that's why you won't let us rape and kill and steal and pillage and annihilate and you behead you because you're Islamophobic. May God rain down his fury on this wickedness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then we have the, the, the reports just off Drudge. Arabic, this is the fastest growing language in the United States. So now you, you wait. They're going to start offering Arabic as probably, you know, right up there with Spanish and French and those, you know, very soon in the, in the schools. Record, 63.2 million non-English speaking residents now in America. And then, the, and then another report, feds deport the fewest immigrants. They're, they're, they don't want any of them gone. They want to defile this nation and defile it as quickly as possible. And this is why they're letting all of this happen, because they know this is going to destroy America. And this is the best way that they have figured out that they can do that. Through all the mass illegal immigration, and, the, and, and whether it be... You know, the Mexican, the Central Americans, and then now they're really, really heavily emphasizing the most radical elements of Islam. So, let's go forward here. Uh, decisive shift in powers occurred. The world is beginning to realize that a change in world affairs occurred on September 28th when uh, President Putin of Russia stated in his UN speech that Russia can no longer tolerate Washington's vicious, stupid, and failed policies that have unleashed... Now, I am not giving an endorsement to Putin. Okay, I'm not. Okay, I even give an article or report Dave Hodges just released which balances this out. But this is noteworthy to report on, though. Okay, this is what Russia's saying. They can no longer tolerate Washington's vicious, stupid, and failed policies that have unleashed chaos, which is engulfing the Middle East and Europe right now. But that's a true statement, though. They did do that. They are funding that they, they did create these terror groups. Not only ISIS, but Al-Qaeda and these other ones as well. Going way back... <coughs> 
Um, two days later, Russia took over the military situation in Syria and began the destruction of the Islamic State forces. And evidently, they have uh, made a lot of headway in a very, very short period of time, which we could have obviously easily done if we weren't funding them, training them, and protecting them, obviously. Perhaps among Obama's advisors, there are a few who are not drowning in hubris and can understand this change. Sputnik News reports that some high-level security advisors to Obama have advised him to withdraw the U.S. military forces from Syria and give up his plan to overthrow Assad. They advised Obama to cooperate with Russia in order to stop the refugee flow that is now overwhelming Washington's vassals in Europe. Uh, the influx of unwanted people is making Europe Europeans aware of the high cost of enabling U.S. foreign policy. Several commentators such as Mike Whitney and Stephen Lendman have concluded correctly that there is nothing that Washington can do about the Russian actions against the Islamic State. Now, from that regard, if they are going to go over there and annihilate ISIS, I hate, go get them. Okay, go get them. As far as I'm concerned, they need to be stopped. If Putin has to be the one that does it, even if his intentions are not pure... I am for him going over there and stopping ISIS and stopping this annihilation of the indigenous Christian populations. I'm not saying I'm giving some rubber stamp or glorifying Putin by any stretch of the imagination. This, this report from um, Dave Hodges says stop the Putin worship. He's a former KJB thug working for the bankers. Fine, great, but what our government's doing is worse. And I just spent the last almost you know hour and a half highlighting all of the things that the Obama administration through the UN is doing in order to destroy the Christians in the Middle East and to destroy America and ultimately destroy Israel, try to destroy them as well. So if, if, if Putin is going to go there and, and, and potentially throw a monkey wrench into that whole thing and, and bomb ISIS, which is what needs to happen, and to annihilate these devils, then, you know, I, I, I hope he does that. Okay? Um... Let's go further here. Uh, they're saying that there's nothing that Washington can do about the Russian actions against the Islamic State. The neoconservatives plan for a UN no-fly zone over Syria in order to push the Russians is a pipe dream. Indeed, the Russians have already established a de facto no-fly zone. Putin, without issuing any verbal threats or engaging in any name-calling, has decisively shifted the power balance and the world knows it. Washington's response consists of name-calling, bluster, and more lies, some of which is echoed by some... It's, it's hard for Obama to say, well, stop killing all the ISIS people, because, but that's what he wants, but it's hard for him to actually come out and say that, because he would obviously look like the satanic devil that he is if he were to do that. So he's in a little bit of a catch-22 there, it appears. Okay? Because Putin's over there doing what we should have been doing from that standpoint. Now, I'm not saying, his, again, his motives are puritanical and all this other stuff. I'm not saying that. And I give you the other report. I just don't have time to, it's a very long report and I don't have time to get into that on the whole thing about Putin. Um, so Washington's response consists of name-calling, bluster, and more lies, some of which is echoed by some of Washington's ever more doubtful vassals. The only effect is to demonstrate Washington's complete impotence. Now, here's just the top stories for today, uh, October 11, 2015, on one news report station. Russian jet shot down by Turkey after it flew into their airspace, according to reports. So, are they ramping up their 
resistance against Russia, the, the nations that are um, maybe aligning themselves with the UN, with the Obama administration. I don't know. We will see. And then one step closer to war. Royal Air Force given all clear to shoot down Russian aircraft. I guess if they encounter them or if they get in any whatever. So again, are we looking at World War III here? I don't know. The beginnings of it could be. Third report, end of ISIS. Putin sending 150,000 soldiers to Syria to wipe out evil Islamic State. <laughs> Listen, you're not going to hear any complaints from me on that one. Not after what they're doing. <clears throat> I'm not saying Putin's perfect or puritanical or I'm, I'm whatever, but obviously what our government and the UN is doing is worse. Four, Putin offers up team with the West to destroy Islamic State, but they fail to respond. Because Putin's like, hey, you know, you want to get, you, you really want to put your money where your mouth is? No, no, we don't want to do that. We're the ones bringing them into America. We're the ones bringing them into Europe. We're the ones training them, arming them, protecting them. And you're throwing a monkey wrench into things. Um, there's always satanic infighting at the top of, of New World Order globalist things. You know, it's, it's having, the, you know, as, as the Bible says, you know, pray that you have the heathen in derision. May they fight against one, may they destroy one another. If they're evil, wicked factions, may they, may they destroy one another. If it be possible, those in those factions that can be saved, I pray, would be saved. But those that will not repent of their wickedness and are bent on evil, may the Lord Jesus Christ have them in derision. May they turn on each other and fight each other and destroy each other in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If that is what they are bent on, if they are just going to perpetuate evil, and that is the only thing they're going to be capable of. And, and obviously ISIS, that is what they're all about. And Islam in general. Fifth report. Putin's boast in battle against ISIS. Uh, boost in battle against ISIS. China's preparing to team up with Russia and Syria. So now China sounds like they may be getting on board with Russia and Syria. So a lot of, lot of, of crazy stuff going on. Next report here. Just seeing how much I have left here. Okay, uh, next report. Hungary's Viktor Orban, sole voice of sanity in the U EU, tells the truth on the Muslim invasion. A listener commented, if this man is being truthful about protecting Christians, then we need to pray for him and Hungary. Everything which we, and this is, a, this is from Viktor Orban, Prime Minister of Hungary. Everything which is now taking place before our eyes threatens to have explosive consequences for the whole of Europe. Europe's response is madness. We must acknowledge that the European Union's misguided immigration policy is responsible for this situation. The voice of truth and common sense has been so long stilled that to hear it given utterance by anyone in government in Europe is startling. And um, that was by this Viktor Orban, Prime Minister of Hungary. Um, these are the first truthful and accurate analysis of what we have heard of any European Union politician on the immigration catastrophe now engulfing our continent. Nor did he confine his remarks himself to those remarks. He also said those arriving have been raised in another religion and represent a radically different culture. Most of them are not Christians but Muslims, he added. This is an important question because Europe and European identity is rooted in Christianity. It is not, is it not worrying in and, in and of itself that the European Christianity is now barely able to keep Europe Christian? There is no alternative, and we have no option but to defend our borders. I agree. I couldn't agree more. To defend Christianity today is to violate 
the ultimate taboo of the Brussels multiculturalists and force and the forces of political correctness that promote mass immigration, mass illegal immigration, I might add, for precisely the objective of eradicating Europe's Christian identity and also America's. That's the objective, is the eradication of anything Christian ultimately worldwide. That's why they're doing this. Not because there's some magnanimous, benevolent, governments that want to do the right thing they're doing it for the exact opposite nefarious purpose and that is to destroy and eradicate all vestiges of christianity worldwide orban and his fidesz party have long been the target of demonization by the cultural marxist left ever since it gave hungary an admirable new constitution when hillary clinton the new york times the united nations and the brussels kleptocracy all denounce a nation, in this case Hungary, it is a clear sign that it is doing something good. Very true, couldn't have said it better. Hungary has already been invaded, no other term is accurate, by 160,000 migrants this year alone. They, they mean Muslim terrorists pretty much. Where are the genuine refugees? The Iraqi and the Sunni Christians are uh, at risk of murder by ISIL. Where are they? When did we last see a Christian refugee family featured in the media migrating? There are none. They're all they're all Middle Eastern fighting age males. Hordes of them, they're all savages, throwing feces everywhere, going nuts. They'd kill you if they had the chance. It's been their their experience. If we had not imported 8 million unnecessary immigrants already, we would have plenty of room for terrorized Christians. Yeah. You think? That would that would be the truly humanitarian response. I couldn't agree more. Rigorously screen the migrants, except only the Christians, the policy adopted by Cyprus, God bless them, and send the Muslims to the rich Islamic states such as Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, and Qatar. They call it Qatar now too, but who are, who are not known to have taken in a single refugee. Because, and remember, it's all by design. It's all about jihad. It's all about imposing their will on us and forcing Islam down our throats. If the Shiite Muslims are in danger from ISIL, then let Iran admit its co-regionalists. In other words, you take care of your own problems. But see, the UN and our government and the other supporting governments have done everything they can do to create this situation. And this is what I'm trying to point out. Um... Here's a report. Still thinking about going to France. We just received this email and I thought it was worth passing on. We have family in France right now and they were told not to go into several no-go zone areas as it is too dangerous. This video is a real wake-up call. Um, so, um, okay, I'm running out of time on this part, but I'm going to try to get this video in. White French being beaten up by predominantly Muslim immigrant gangs. Violent crime can they're happen anywhere and to anyone. They're showing videos of this taking place in France. And for many reasons. But in parts of France, it has become especially dangerous to be white. There are parts of France where the native French are no longer welcome. Muslim immigrants consider it their territory. And whites enter at their own risk. Coming to America. Call them sensitive urban zones. They're no-go zones where the police don't enter or don't enforce the law. They're little Muslim caliphates inside the borders of France. And it's like that because these parts of the country are in the hands of drug traffickers, gangs and imams. This French report says almost one in five Frenchmen have been victims of racist insults or worse. Just showed this, them just 
punching this white woman right in the face for no reason. She was just walking by. You know, I, I just have no, I have, <laughs> I got no tolerance for that. You know, she just, she was doing nothing at all. And they just pop her right in the face. And they'd kill her if they could. And then they'd rape her if they could. A few cases have even gone to trial. Some of those who launch racist attacks on whites use Islam as the reason they do it. They may not even speak Arabic, but they still use Islam as a flag. Tariq Yildiz, a French sociologist, has written the book Anti-White Racism. Yildiz is not native French, but is the son of Turkish immigrants. My book is viewed as politically incorrect and breaks a taboo. The idea that immigrants could oppress whites. It's a reality for this Frenchman named Max. He's been attacked more than once by immigrants and still has a bruise under one eye from the latest attack. Max sports an American accent after living in the U.S., but he's French and has joined Generation Identitaire, a youth movement united around the defense of French culture and white French identity. Well, basically, we're a youth movement that aims to uh, promote, preserve, and protect our local, national, and European identities. This video shows Generation Identitaire members training for self-defense. Well, we encourage all our members and militants to keep a certain level of physical fitness. Um, self-defense is a part of it, obviously. As the French left's grand experiment in multiculturalism goes up in flames, some quarters of French society are dividing into tribalism and ethnic identity. Pierre Cassin and Christine Tesson are anti-Islamization activists. The French people are increasingly living in fear. They fear the imposition of Islamic law and the organized violence against any French person, including the police. More and more Islamists threaten riots, assault and try to impose Sharia. They attack the police. The Republic is in danger. This French news report shows Generation Identitaire members out on a security patrol. Yildiz says by ignoring the problem of immigrant attacks on whites, the French establishment and media are only helping to ensure that more whites will seek out groups like Generation... They're showing all these videos of, of whites getting attacked in the background for no reason at all. These people are just walking down the road. You know, this is how wicked and evil Islam is, just on one level. Identitaire for protection. If the state will not punish these people and the media will not talk about it, the victims will get increasingly frustrated and could become racist. And then we will have a confrontation. Not only is the problem being ignored, the French left and many mayors actively promote the growth and spread of sectarian Islam for good reason. Muslims have become an important constituency of the left. 90% voted for socialist president Hollande in the last election. Former Muslim Pascal Haloud wanted to show us the mosque in the Paris district of Barbez that the mayor's office is paying to renovate. The name of the mosque is in Arabic, so perhaps the French don't realize they're paying to renovate a mosque named Conquest. So this is like another country inside France, yeah? Yeah. Libanization, the liberalization or balkanization of France is beginning already with the help of the, the state of France. Lebanon, it's a word some use to describe France's future as a nation divided and engulfed in sectarian conflict. That's what they want. Elut believes, as do many experts, that the French left's experiment with Islam is going to backfire badly.
the French like it's not already outmaneuvered and in the minority. If things continue at this rate, we will have the same situation as in Kosovo or Lebanon. Civil war. Dale heard CD. So you have that. And that's what they would love, love to bring here. They are trying their level best to do it. And then we have Chancellor Merkel, who says the Lord God sent these illegal Muslim immigrants, the ones, the hordes that are coming into Germany. She said the Lord God. Again, it's the Lord God, Satan in her case. But And then the EU Cardinal says illegal entry into Europe is a fundamental right. So we have got these reptilian devils at the top of the food chain that are that are just spouting all of these lies and garbage and, and just basically bent on destroying humanity in, in every way, shape, and form, and using Islam as their tool and vehicle primary to do that. Thousands join any Islam march as Merkel criticized for welcoming refugees. Um, German Bar now instructs citizens to inform on parents opposed to illegal immigration, having their kids narc on their parents, urges behavior reminiscent of East German Stasi. Do you say anything against this garbage? And then we have this week in America, down, down USA chants at Million Man March. That's primarily Muslim, this Million Man March. Crowds gathered at Million Man March in Washington, D.C., led uh, in the down, down USA chants uh, by a female speaker. The Native American woman proclaimed they have a whole race of indigenous people on reservations, which they refer to as concentration camps. They're out there killing the indigenous people spiritually, she said. And then, so now they're going to get the indigenous Indian populations, who, has, who the government has done a tremendous amount of wickedness toward, in with the Muslims, and then you have thousands of, of uh, black people and other minorities descending on the nation's capital with banners and flags for justice, which, see, which read justice or else. And again, I told you, the indigenous black population here will also, in large part, be yoking up with Islam they already have through Farrakhan and through even the, the new Black Panther movement. They will all come together as well. Now looking appearing to be with the Indian population against the wicked white man. Well, I'm, I'm just telling you, this is what they're, they're wanting to have. This ultimate civil race war. And Islam will be the spearhead of it. And our government, our wicked evil government will be on their side. I'm not saying everybody in government, for the most part, they will. And they're doing everything they can do to bring them in and foment this race war. I mean, this is just absolute, total, beyond satanic insanity. Farrakhan then says of this Million Man March, America's now under divine judgment. Calamities are going to get stronger. They're saying all the, the, the weather stuff is, is a result of that. And then you have just headlines from this week. ISIS cuts off the fingertips of a 12-year-old Christian boy. He was later crucified with his father. Ten others were also killed, including two women who were raped in front of a crowd before then being beheaded. This is the kind of savage animals these devils are. This is Islam. Once, they say, once ten of us rape you, you become a Muslim. That's how they're viewing the women. You get raped 10 times, ladies, and then you get to become a Muslim. That's how they indoctrinate you into their faith. I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm just saying the masses in general that are doing nothing about this. Then we have devout Muslim father beats his four-year-old daughter to death for not covering her head with a hijab or whatever they wear. 
He just beat her to death. I mean, you know, the punishment definitely fit the crime there. And then we have in Providence, Rhode Island, in the U.S., four Muslim men from Saudi Arabia charged with drugging and gang raping at least two girls. Where did you hear about that? No, no, no. No, you won't hear about that. You won't hear about the black and white crime. There's a lot of stuff you won't hear about, okay? But if it doesn't fit their narrative, you're not going to hear about it. It's just, it's not going to happen because they have to create this race where they have to demonize. For some reason, it's very, very, very important for them to demonize um, certain sects of humanity and to, and to just promote and, and, and um, ingratiate and enable other sect, primarily Islam. Then we have Palestinians joyous by sharing pictures of dead Israelis. Picture of murdered young couple is most significant in their eyes it says these are all links for things you can click on um it's most significant and the attack brings expressions of joy to the palestinians when they see that the two dead israelis the picture makes them so happy this is how sick these these devils are this is how demon possessed they are now i am totally out of time and that's all i have for today um i'm just going to end in a, in a brief word of prayer because i'm almost totally out of time heavenly father we do thank you for this day this time you've given us i do pray god that you would judge this wickedness lord god that we have talked about today i pray to god you expose it in the name of the lord jesus christ that lord god that you have these heathen devils in derision if it be possible god i pray in the name of the lord jesus christ that their souls be saved and their family souls be saved but if not god i pray to god you deal with them that all men would see and fear and declare the work of god that they would wisely consider of your doing and that the righteous would be glad in the lord and trust in you and all the upright in heart would glory i just pray to god that the wicked would not prosper in their wickedness and that they would not be allowed to continue killing the christians unfettered and be allowed to bring in the stealth jihad worldwide god and that it would be exposed and that you would intervene god on behalf of righteousness lord god on behalf of the little ones god on behalf of the women and the children the orphans and the widows lord god on behalf of the christians i pray to god you'd intervene in their behalf and that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us lord and we ask all these things in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray amen